Reading from the Majulila chapter 8, text 2, 28. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Ate eva gopi baba kariya angikar. Pratri dina chinte rada krishnera vihar. Therefore, one should accept the mood of the gopis in their service. In such a transcendental mood, one should always think of the pastimes of Sri Radha and Krishna. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobisam Stapi Tamyena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Give me that cloth there and just put it over here. So, no, 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 this one here, yeah, okay. Uh, somehow I'm continuing with this Ramananda Roy subject and trying to somehow make it practical in the modern world, but this is the sadhya. The sadhya means the, the goal. To practice, you need a goal. So it's good to know something about our goal. And especially since we are studying the teachings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we should understand what he has come to give. I quote that verse many, many times, Anarpita Chirim Charat. Anarpita never before given Chirim Charat for a long time. Anarpita Chirim Charat Karunaya Vatirna Kalo by his mercy. Samarpiyatam, he is giving Ujvala Rasam Swabhakti Swim. His own, his Sriam, his beautiful bhakti, Ujvala Ras, he's giving this spontaneous devotion. As mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita, because it is more forceful, because it is not, as it said in the CC, made weak by a sense of majesty. 
Majesty creates distance, fear, an obligation of duty. So it's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give. And Prabhupada, he gave us the Chaitanya Charitamrita. He actually gave us everything. This is the postgraduate study so that when we, when we become qualified, we actually have the resource. Because what's happening here, as you remember, is Ramananda Roy asked, Lord Chaitanya asked Ramananda Roy to ascertain the ultimate, a verse that expresses the ultimate goal of life, the highest thing. And the highest thing is the love of Radha and Krishna. Um, the actual love of Radha and Krishna and our love of Radha and Krishna. And we don't really have a duality because all relationships are absolute. And, 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 but at the same time, this is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's specialty was. Even in the CC, I, I, I often write an article about the mind of God, God's thinking, that it's a special time to come to give this, to give this. So it, it came to that point and some very high things were explained, explained even because um, remember after even Radharani was explained as higher than even the gopis, the force of her love then Chaitanya, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I want a little bit more. I want Radhara, Radhara Suru, Krishna Suru, Rasakom Tattva, Prem Kong. I want to know what is the nature of, of Radha and what's the nature of Krishna. Nature of Krishna is that he's all attractive, that even Krishna is attracted to Krishna. And the nature of Radha is that she's the embodiment of the highest energy of love. And the absolute ultimate reality and highest conception is the union of Radha and Krishna. For us, the highest practice is our mood of separation of Radha and Krishna. And it, it's very, and then the verse of, of their union and love is, is very, very intense. But Krishna does Kaviraj Goswami goes out of his way to let us know that <clears throat> this has nothing to do with material lust. It's a completely different consciousness. But the warning to us is we're so conditioned to, to identify that form with lust that when we see the adiras, the original form of that, we also relate that to the consciousness, 
material consciousness that we experience in those relationships. And it says, when you actually understand these and hear these things with faith, you give up lust because you experience and understand such a higher consciousness of those forms. As Prabhupada said, the spiritual sex life, the consciousness of, of, of that beauty, the consciousness of which a drop has been put on our heads, otherwise we're not here. And enough, that drop put on our heads was enough to convince us that this was the goal of life. So he makes it very, very clear there, there's similarity and difference. And the, the analogy is <coughs> the difference between the love of Radha and Krishna, the, that forms of, of man and woman erotic and man and woman erotic, the forms seem to be the same, but, but the difference is profound. And the example is, is between iron and gold. They're both of the category of, of, of metals, but the difference is so profound. <coughs> so, so then, Naturally, once Lord Chaitanya clearly, Ramananda Roy clearly gave the exposition that the love of Radha and Krishna is, is the highest conception of not only God, but of the universe, because the universe is Shakti and Shakti Mat. It's the possessor of energy and energy. And the possessor of energy is Krishna and the possessor of energy and energy is Radha and Krishna. So the absolute truth is Radha and Krishna. And the energy of pleasure is the attraction they have between each other. So, So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is on this search for that, because remember, the whole CC is based on Krishna taking the form of his devotee so that he can be complete in his enjoyment by experiencing the love of his topmost devotee, Sri Radha, at the height of her love. Hey, I'm brain dead again. I don't know I get tired at this time. It's, it's different for me because I get up so early. So this is late at night for me, even though it's like 6.30, I guess. But I, I know what happened. I didn't take a nap today like I should have, that I got up early because I didn't have time. I had visitors all day long today because that Govanam retreat is there. And I went there for the first time. Beautiful, my God, the hall for like thousand people and this sound system. And the backdrop is absolutely spectacular. 
because they're Govert on Hill. They have they have this kind of stylistic grayish background with little rocks kind of. And then they have these little temples in it with huge, each one has three big Govardhan Shilas. Because you're not taking Giriraj out of Govardhan. So he can be anywhere in Govardhan. So anyway, I went and I, I sat in the back for Boris John's class. And after the class, honestly speaking, I was mobbed in a good way. Because I have so many deep relationships, because I've been in here in Vrindavan and and, and showed people so many people, so so many people. I want, it was like a line of people just to try to, you know. And then they they wanted to meet me, so they came over to my place today, quite a few of them. So it kind of went all day long. Um so anyway, now he's explaining what the sadhya is. The sadhya is first loba moyi. The first thing is you have to have legitimately a strong desire to serve Krishna as one of the residents of Vrindavan. And in this case, in, in, in terms of, of, of the gopis. And it's not a material thing. In fact, it's the opposite because those who are free from those material types of conceptions are the ones that become most attracted to it. Legitimately most attracted to it. So that happens by practicing. And I've seen it. I've seen these devotees, my God brothers, who have just given their life. I was speaking to board, uh, uh, Giriraj Swami came and visited me one night. And he, he said, because I told him, why don't you come visit me? And I get a message. Uh, I'll see Parthasarthi Goswami at seven, and I'll come see him after you, which I know that meant about nine o'clock. And that kind of throws off my schedule. So I had to make a decision. But I remember something that Srila Narayan Marge said. And he followed strict Chaturmastra for like 50 years strict and there's so many they, vegetables that they don't eat they don't eat potatoes eggplant tomatoes they're very strict they don't shave they don't he followed this for so many years and he was at the he was at um he went to jayapur during kartik he had some program there and the priest the priest gave him some prasadam but when he looked at the pasada, they weren't as strict as he was, and they had a vegetable that he hadn't that he hadn't eaten during Chaturmasya. They're very strict. It's just like there's a solar lunar eclipse here; people freak out. No one gives a damn in America or any other country here. Oh my God! You know, can't eat. And uh, So he had this dilemma, should I take the Pasad, but then I'll break my, my vow. But he wasn't going to be beholden to the obstacle of devotion, which is called Nima Agraha, too much affection for the rules. So he told me, he said, the honor of, of the Mahapasadam of Radha Govinda, who are the deities of 
the Rupanuga Vaishnavas, because that was Rupa Goswami's deity. He said that was a higher principle than my rules on Chaturmasya. It's not that he, he doesn't follow those rules. He does, because there's so much power in them. So I'm just explaining there. It was just, I went, and, and then so many people, including staying up late at night. So I thought, okay, get, get Giri Raj's association. I'm not going to stick to my rules, have so much affection for my rules, because to get the association of a Vaishnava of that caliber is so rare. And Buri Jamprabhu and Parthasarthi Goswami came over one evening too. And you all wish you could be on a fly on the wall when Vaishnavas of that caliber, I was just watching. There's no politics, nothing like that. It's deeply questioning and about one's bhajan. What are you thinking? And, and, and very, very, very deep thoughts. So that's, you know, it was kind of, kind of nice. And then the chanting goes down because the time that the people came, at least in the morning, was a time, and it's my favorite time for chanting is before lunch. I sit out in just my shorts and through the grating comes the sun and, and chanting at that time so good. Okay, I'm rambling a little bit, but I will get back to where I was at. So he's discussing the He's discussing the, the practice. He wants to know the practice. So the practice is, it doesn't begin unless you have loba. And that really, as you become more mature in Krishna consciousness, that's what you should be praying for. I wanna understand my relationship with Krishna. And that becomes the fundamental component of what's, of uh, you want this type of love, then you have to have some desire for it very strongly. So that's why it's, so without, and therefore follow the people who have that love. That's why it's called Raganuga. Anuga means to follow the rag of the Ragatmakas, those who have Atmika, those who have in their heart that level of love. And then you follow in their footsteps. And, and here it says, in thinking of their pastimes. And thinking of their pastimes means thinking of the devotees who love them in the particular way that you as an advanced Vaishnava aspire. There's a book, Vilap Kushmanjali, where Rupa Goswami has prayers that express the mood of the younger gopis. And, and, and he's saying, what, what is the practice? The practice is, I want that. And I pray for that. And then maybe at an advanced stage, when it'll say later, this says, then one's Siddhadeha, his perfected form, and his meditation, he's actually there. 
But in our conception, the safer way, rather than thinking that we are in the past times, is if you have some of that greed and some of that attraction to hear it and pray for that. To pray, I want to serve and, 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 and nourish it by hearing. So here he, he's, therefore one should accept the mood of the gopis in their service. And such a, in, in such a transcendental mood, one should always think of the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. So that's the practice. You're thinking of the pastimes because you're desiring to serve and it's not artificial. And we know the history of Gaudiya Vaishnavism is it can be quite artificial and deviant sects, et cetera. Siddha dehi chinte kari tahani sevana saki bhave poya radha krishnericha. After thinking of Radha and Krishna in their pastimes for a long time, and after getting completely free from material contamination, one is transferred to the spiritual world. Therefore, the devotee attains an opportunity to serve Radha and Krishna as one of the gopis. So he's saying, this is you're thinking of the pastimes and you're aspiring to serve, to serve the object of your love in a way that those who've perfected that love do. And then there are all kinds of prayers and verses. I tell you, with Bori John and Parthasarthi Goswami, Parthasarthi Goswami, he just, he knows, so many, it's all there in the CC. And he likes to memorize the verses that give the particular mood that he's aspiring for. And of course, if you go deeper into this practice, we, we first approach Lord Chaitanya. We were discussing a verse, Bori John was very fond of it, that the Prabhupada talks discussing the Panchatat, discussing chanting the Panchatat mantra, which is frees, I think it, 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 it doesn't accept offenses. And he says there's a certain ecstasy, but that, that's the idea. The idea is if you're focused on serving someone and you're sincere, subtly and grossly that person will open their heart so you know what pleases them. So it's the same way as sadhakists who are very sincere and we eventually come to meditate on these things we'll understand the hearts of the people whom we want to emulate. And then, and then here it says, you'll attain the opportunity to serve Radha and Krishna. Gopi Anugatya Vina Aishvarya Gyane, Vachi Leha Nahi Pai, Rajendra Nandane. Unless one follows in the footsteps of the gopis, he cannot attain the service of the lotus feet of Krishna, the son of Nandamaraj. If one is overcome by knowledge of the Lord's opulence, he cannot attain the Lord's lotus feet. 
even though he's engaged in devotional service. Not Krishna, because opulence, Krishna is Madhurya, not Aishvarya. Aishvarya is there. Because Krishna is God, and he showed it to Lord Brahma, and he showed it to his mother. But the idea is, hmm. so brain dead. I'm gonna have to sip some hot tea in one second. I, I get, I get up. just to keep the option. I really meant to take a nap and somehow or other, I didn't. Get right back. Yeah, he says Aishvarya again in these very advanced meditations. One's not thinking of Krishna like that. He's thinking him as a cowherd boy. He's thinking, therefore, as a friend or a, a parent or a, or, or a lover. Because once there's Aishvarya again, <clears throat> those relationships are compromised. Even with, with, with Devaki and, and Vasudev, when they saw Krishna, because they have that conception too, when Krishna manifested his opulence, they became reverent. It was no longer like a mother or a child, it was like a, like a devotee in the Lord. So what to speak of them, us, when we have that conception, ultimately, in our meditation, we have that conception. You, and that's what happened with Mother Yasoda when, when she, when she, when Krishna ate mud and she looked in the mouth and she saw the majesty. She saw the opulence and what happened? She said, well, I can't, I can't have this love as his son. So please cover me from this majesty. Because the mood of a mother, her love is expressed. I am your maintainer. And the love is called anugraha, which means affection or mercy. And affection or mercy requires an object of mercy. And therefore, if Krishna manifests as God, he's no longer an object of mercy, and therefore there's no question of pure motherly love. She herself becomes the, the servant of God. 
She becomes a little bit more distant. She becomes a little bit more obligatory. She becomes a little bit more fearful. So that's what it means, follow in the footsteps of the gopis. How they see Krishna and what their love is. Tahate drishtante lakshmi karila bhajana tatapi na paila vraja vrajendranandana. The unspoken example in this connection is the goddess of fortune who worshiped Lord Krishna in order to attain his pastimes of Vrindavan, but due to her opulent lifestyle, she could not attain the service of Krishna in Vrindavan. It wasn't just that she had opulence, it was her conception of God with opulence, Lakshmi and Narayan. So she has that conception of God with opulence. And when you have, when you have the conception of God with opulence, then there's no question of friendship, romantic love, or parental love. Because that requires intimacy, not reverence. So this, so anyway, he's just giving. I mean, when we mature, we, we, we can, these things will be more relevant. But I'm just explaining in a basic way. You practice, you purify your heart. You become fixed in devotion, you become fixed in your chanting, and then you read the CC, the Chaitanya Prabhupada said the postgraduate study, the PhD. You read the CC, and then you understand this point. Let me take some. So, because he always asks for verses, so he gives a verse. And that was the thing with the goddess of fortune. Her mood was God is Lakshmi. And there's a reverence and a distance. So, because she had that mood, she couldn't enter into Vrindavan. And therefore, at I think it's Bailvan. Kitanagri once took me, there's a deity of Lakshmi. She's waiting, she's praying. She can't enter into the Rasa dance because she has this conception of Aishwarya Gyan, that this is the Supreme Lord. That's why, you know, with Vaitacharya, Lord Chaitanya, with Vaitacharya, Lord Chaitanya always saw him with respect, but he wanted a more intimate relationship, but because he was a charger and he called for Lord Chaitanya and he was elderly and the leaders of the Vaishnavas, then he purposely preached Mayavadi philosophy. So Lord Chaitanya, or, or, or read some book and Lord Chaitanya became angry and tried to beat him. Because when you can see, the intimacy comes. 
So here, here the verse that's chanted. Nayam Sriyananga U Nayam Sriyananga U Nitantarite Pasana. Nayam Sriyanga Unitantarite Prasada Swayoshitam Nalini Gandharacham Kunt. Anyway. When Lord Krishna was dancing with the gopis in the Ras Lila, the gopis were embraced around the neck by the Lord's arm. This transcendental favor was never bestowed upon the goddess of fortune or the other concepts in the spiritual world. Nor was such a thing ever imagined by the most beautiful girls in the heavenly planets. Girls whose bodily lust and aroma resemble the beauty and fragrance of lotus flowers. And what to speak of worldly women who may be very, very beautiful according to their material estimation. So the goddess of fortune can't enter the Rasa dance. Cause she sees Krishna as Lakshmi. And therefore, she can't act spontaneously with him. So that favor that was given to be intimate with God was never before bestowed. Okay, so this discussion has kind of reached its height in one sense. What is the high, the ultimate goal of life and a verse that represents it? And then naturally he gets in the sadhana and what is the practice? You think of Krishna's pastimes and You completely identify with, with Krishna as a supreme object of love, and you identify with a particular devotee as the abode of that love, and then you follow in their footsteps. Sato one of the verses of the Upadeshamrita, Sato Maybe that's one of the favorable items, Sato to follow and worship the great devotees who went before. After hearing this, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced Ramananda Roy, and both of them embracing shoulder to shoulder began to cry. The entire night was passed in this way in ecstatic love of Godhead. In the morning, they both departed to tend to their respective duties. Amata, in this way, prema avesh, an ecstatic love of Godhead. Rati, gonhaila, night passed, 
Pratakala, and in the morning, both of them departed for their respective duties. Vidya, Samaye, Prabhura, Charane, Dariya, Ramananda, Roy, Kohi, Vinati, Korea. Before departing from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Ramananda Roy fell to the ground and caught hold of the Lord's lotus feet. He then spoke submissively as follows. More kripa korite tomare ihan agmana. Dina Dasha Rohi Shoda Mora Dushnaman. Ramananda Roy said, You have come here just to show me your causeless mercy. Therefore, stay for at least 10 days and purify my peaceful mind. So, so many things are going on here in the CC. Because you have the stories of love, like we, 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 with this dialogue and all these verses, and then you have. Ramananda Roy appreciating Lord Chaitanya and wanting him to stay in a very sincere way because there's nothing as enlivening as good Vaishnava Sangha. I saw that with Buri John. I saw that when right here they were sitting. We have Parthasarthi Goswami and uh, uh, Buri John. Because Susu Shro Shadarhanasya Vasudeva Katavati Chat Mahat Sevana Vipra Punya Tirtana Shevanat. In the Bhagavatam, in the second canto, a few more minutes. In the Bhagavatam, in the second canto, not the second canto, the first canto, where it shows um, the stages of how you attain liberation beginning with Savaipum So Paro Dharma, beginning with Srinvata Swakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hijantasto, chanting and hearing. Then Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavat, by serving the Bhagavat, be serving the person who speaks about the Bhagavat and the Bhagavat who speaks about the person. Then then from that you become um, liberated Toma vina anye nahi jiva udarite, Toma vina anye nahi Krishna premdite. But for you, there is no one who can deliver all the living entities, for you alone can deliver love of Krishna. 
Ramananda Roy speaking to Lord Chaitanya. The Lord replied, having heard about your good qualities, I have come here. I've come to hear about Krishna from you and thus to purify the mind. So this is quite common in CC and Vaishnav dealings that the competition is not to control and enjoy. The competition is to serve. And, and, and even in a relationship, the relationship is based on the desire to serve. So, Yeah, so the competition is service, not control. So two Vaishnavas will get together and the, the, the contention will be who will serve the other. So that's what he's saying here. Now that I actually seen your glories and I heard about you and it's confirmed, as far as the pastimes of Lord Krishna, of, of Radha and Krishna in a loving mood of concern, you are the limit of knowledge. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued to say nothing of 10 days. As long as I live, I shall find it impossible to give up your company. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I got lost. So, it says, therefore, one should chant here and remember Krishna. And then it's not written, but the great acharyas analyze why someone says something like that. Why someone says something like that. Um, Yeah, they just want to serve. Ser service is the objective, not to be served. So Vaishnava is very hesitant. A real Vaishnava is hesitant to go to the center. And we see that in the CC. We see that in, in the Bhagavatam. Yeah, Vaishnava wants to serve. So you'll see that if people go to Bombay and there's no rooms in the hotels, then people around will host you. Your mind and I shall remember together, shall remain together at Jagannath Puri. We shall pass our time together in joy, talking about Krishna and his pastimes. In this very way, they both departed to perform their respective duties. Then in the evening, Ramananda Roy we returned to see Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They thus met time and time again, sitting in a secluded place and jubilantly discussing devotional service by the question and answer process. I just saw when these great souls came to visit me, other nice lady, Mother Yasomati, who's very, very fixed. Um, 
Yeah, they were these great devotees. They visit the, the, the conversations are just very, very deep. They're about the object of worship, Krishna. They're about the practice of Krishna consciousness. It's about sharing realizations. So, you know, I, I, I told that story when, when Krishna Das Babaji came to see Prabhupada and he was at the front door and it was locked and Bibi Govinda Swami saw him and said, no, Prabhupada, open it, but it's in the back, you go in the back. And he went in the back and then Bibi Govinda peeked in and he saw Prabhupada. This is, he was, you know, not yet, completely indisposed, but pretty ill. The Prabhupada was laughing with Krishna's Babaji. And then Prabhupada said, Tandira Charana Seva Bhakti Sanivas, Janame, Janame Hoy, E Abilas, Life After Loss, E Abilas, E Abilas, Tandara Charana Seva, E Tandara Charana Seva. Tandarachana Seva Bhakti Sanivas Janame Janame Hoy E Abilas E Abilas Abilas means I want E Abilas I want and Prabhupada was singing that song and saying this is what I want that type of association where, where Krishna is in the forefront and discussions become so deep and it's so relishable Thus they met time and time again, sitting in a secluded place and jubilantly discussing devotional service by the question and answer process. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked the questions and Ramananda Roy gave the answers. In this way, they were engaged in discussion throughout the night. On one type of, on one occasion, the Lord inquired of all types of education, which is the most important. Ramananda replied, no education is important other than transcendental devotional service of Krishna. Unless you want to get some trade. Kind of doctor, professional things, whatever, but. Oops. My thing is going to go out. One second. I get it. One second. I'm stuck in here. One second. Give me my pillow. that there. Oh. Hmm. Well, they say Krishna conscious education is the most important. And the The concept is 
that what is the purpose of education? When we went in Prabhupada's room, he said, you call yourselves teachers. What is the purpose of education? And then people, I told this story many times, were suggesting different verses. And they were good verses, but then Prabhupada quoted from King Rishabhadev, don't become a teacher, don't take a wife, don't be head of a government, unless you can liberate the charge. Even we perform dharma, sunushtita, expertly, if it doesn't lead to attraction for Krishna, then what is the use? And Prabhupada would quote Jesus Christ, what profit a man gets the world and loses his eternal soul. So we, we can understand, Prabhupada said, you put many zeros, you can put one. So you, the, 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 you, know, you can learn so many subjects, but it, there has to be a spiritual objective. Spiritual objective, I remember one person, very, very qualified person at one time was in a temple and said they had this idea. They came from a very powerful family and they had this idea. They wanted to start this institute for education, et cetera. And I thought, yeah, I thought it was a good idea. But I explained to them how it has to be connected to Krishna. One, um, at least what she was doing, it was her nature, so she'd be satisfied being engaged in the proper activity. Um, I gave four things. I said it would be, you'd be, engaged, you'd be peaceful because you engaged. There would be economic remuneration. You need to live. Because you were dealing in high places with high people, you'd have influence. And also, if you did education properly, you would bring people to the mode of goodness. But it has to have that objective. It has to be connected in certain ways. Even if it is, this is what I need to be peaceful. But for what purpose to realize God? So without connecting anything, even an educational system or anything else, without connecting them some way, directly or indirectly, with an objective of purifying your heart, then what have you gained? Life is, life is tough and then you die. So what have you gained? It has to be connected to your spiritual life. And therefore, Ramananda Roy, of course, he's gonna give that answer. What is the best type of education? Which of the types of education is most important. He didn't say the others are useless, but what's is most important. But he says no education is important other than the transcendental devotional service of Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then asked, of all glorious activities, which is the most glorious? Ramananda replied, that person who is reputed to be a devotee of Lord Krishna enjoys the utmost fame and glory. So what is the most glor glorious activity? It's one who's a devotee. 
What is the most glorious activity? And that's a proper culture. In the proper culture, the sannyasis were respected because it's supposed to be on a level of spiritual evolution and detachment. And a Vaishnava is even higher than that. So what is all the glory? What's the most glorious? A person who's devoted to Krishna. And a proper society, that was the most famous person. The Vaishnav scholars, the pure devotees. In the modern society, it's different. Wow, this is such a long purport. Chaitanya Mood asks, of the many rich capitalists who possesses the greatest riches, who is the topmost? Ramananda Roy replied, he who is richest in love for Krishna and Radha is the greatest capitalist. So Prabhupada says, Everyone in this material world is attempting to acquire riches to satisfy the senses. Actually, no one cares for anything other than acquiring material possessions and maintaining them. The wealthy are generally accepted as the most important personalities in this world. But when we compare a material man of wealth to one wealthy and devotional service to Radha and Krishna, the latter is found to be the greatest capitalist, according to the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.39.2. What is difficult for a devotee of Lord Krishna, who is the shelter of the goddess of fortune, although such devotees can obtain anything? Okay, they do not desire anything. Okay, Juvanajaya, anything here? I think she had to go to Yoga Maya to teach. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Can I mercilessly ask a question? <laughs> if my brain is not dead, I am okay, try. Okay, yeah. There are a couple of things actually. One is, you know, we often, yeah, especially in ISKCON, the emphasis is on loving Krishna, loving Krishna, you know? And, you know, we hear that in, in Rindavan, you only hear Radhe, 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 you know? So how, how should we reconcile that we, we are, our aspiration is to help the two of them express love to each other or what? Well, we express our appreciation by increasing the service of Radha and Krishna, by sharing Krishna consciousness. Mm -hmm. See, as I'm talking to you, what I was thinking, I forget, because the brain is tired. So what was your question again? Yeah, I think that makes sense. I was trying to see what our aspirations should be, not just in terms of one or the other, Krishna or Radha, but in terms of both of them. And I think you're saying that at this, maybe at this stage, or I don't know, you know, it should be to give 
Krishna consciousness uh, to others. Yeah, what should be our aspirations? Our aspirations is to give pleasure to God. When you get deeper into what that means, that means to serve Radha, who has the full capacity to love Krishna. Yes. So how do we serve Radha? The best way we serve Radha is by increasing, you know, and helping people come forward in their service. I was thinking today something very interesting that Krishna's Aparamas Timunio Nigranatya, Krishna is self satisfied. Krishna is self satisfied. But then I thought because he's God, he can do anything. And one of the things he can do is even though he's self-satisfied, he can get immense pleasure from the devotion of the devotees, even the practitioners, or people who are advanced in this world. He could get, he can get pleasure. But how do you quantify that pleasure? It's very hard, but we can actually get, we can increase God's pleasure. And we're part of that. That's what we're meant to do. Yeah, and, and in that statement, where does Radharani fit in? Where does Radharani fit in? Yeah. Well, we worship both Radha and Krishna. We, we probably said we never worship Krishna alone. We worship Krishna and his devotee or Krishna and his Shakti. Where does Radharani fit in? She, she has the full capacity to please Krishna. So if you want to please Krishna, you have to somehow or other please Radha. And you can, you can do that by offering some type of service. But especially, but especially bringing others. Yeah, well, the whole Krishna, Krishna movement is meant to expand the service of Radha and Krishna. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, my, uh, anybody else like to say hello? Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Lord. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Rocky Davy. How are you? Where, where are you? I'm in Brooklyn. Okay. I have a question, Maharaj. Um, you know, talking about the goddess Lakshmi. Um, and her inability to go into the Rasa dance, uh, I guess because she was, uh, I guess, covered with Maya, right? With because uh, she thought Krishna was Lakshmi. So no, what she's exactly? Not with Maya, she's not covered with Maya. She just has a a conception of majesty that doesn't allow her to serve intimately, and therefore she went to Belvan as far as to pray for that move. Because her mood of God in, as Lakshmi, as majesty, doesn't allow her to serve intimately. And I gave the example of Krishna's parents. When he manifests as God, mm -hmm. they no longer with his parents. They saw him as God. They were in a service mood. But God wants that intimate love. And can you tell me what was Lakshmi empowered to do? Lakshmi is the eternal consort of Narayan, which is God's manifestation in this world. So she's Shakti. She's energy. 
and she's the goddess of all fortune. Okay. Haribo, Bhakti. Haribo. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Dr. Gopinath here. Thank you, Shori Radha. Haribo, Haribo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurmaharaj, Namasake here. Namasake, Hari Hari. Thank you so much. Wonderful class. One or two more people. Hare Krishna Gurmaharaj, it's Lal Govinda. Thank you for class. Hey, Lal, Haribo. See you soon. See you soon. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. Hey. Where's your daughter? She's in the way to come to Kish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's missing her mother, she told me. How do you yeah. like that? Yeah. And I'm very glad that she's coming. Yeah. No, I'm Yeah. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemala Barada. Shankishwar Das Maharaj, Hare Krishna. We'll see you in India soon, right? Hopefully, Maharaj. Hopefully, yeah. Well, take advantage. What a wonderful opportunity. You never know when we won't have opportunities again. Yeah. Indeed, okay. Maharaj. Okay, Haribo. Haribo. Okay, I'm a little exhausted. So I'm Hare Krishna, out. Guru Dev. Hare Krishna. Amala, Hare Krishna. Thank you nice very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to... Hare Krishna, Maharaj. This Hare is Krishna. Krishna. Thank you so much for telling the details of Method of Bhakti and Vaishnava's friendship. Thank You're you. You're such a good listener. Thank you. Anybody else? Eat up that vegetable for me. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Honey, well, punch a couple of